They say if they if we'll only avoid avoid any confrontation with the enemy, he'll forget his evil ways and learn to love us. I am confused. Being philosophically consistent and being a very honest person, I'm sure you can tell me where God came from. That you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays, that you're thinking of the wrong God. Because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. This is the Philosophically Poetic Show. What is up? What is happening? You are tuned into yet another episode of Philosophically Poetic right here on XFM. I'm your girl, Nalsi Lee. And today we are being refined in the fire. We are still speaking the book of Revelation and it's about to get heated because we are wrapping up the books, um, well, the letters that Jesus wrote to the churches. I was just thinking this week. Something very interesting, which I will tell you after we listen to some music. But, you know, before we get into the rest of the show, we always go into fact of the week. This week's one is very short. Did you know there are no seagulls in Hawaii? This fact disappointed the life out of me because I was like, of all places not to have seagulls, not like I'm a bird person or like I want them to be there, but like you'd expect them. To be in Hawaii of all places, but they're not there. So we're gonna get into some music.
by reactive and we are gonna jump straight into it so if you haven't listened to anything from the book of revelation you need to go back and listen to um the beginning we went all the way from the beginning and now we are in revelation 2 and verse 14 and we are reading the book to the church in Laodicea, and we're going to go into revelation 3 4 5 all the way to 22 and you need to make sure that you stay tuned for the whole series because it's about to get interesting what we've read is just letters to churches we are about to see what actually is going to happen in the end times, which freaked me out the first time I read it. But I was like, whoa, God, you're so big. But I was freaked out at the same time. I was like, whoa, that is so scary and creepy and why? But cool, but why? So, yeah, you definitely want to stay tuned for that. I was thinking something very crazy and I have not concluded this thought. So I'll just throw it out there and... We will conclude it when the thought is concluded. Usually sometimes I will think of something. I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Please explain it to me, God. And then a week, two later, maybe the third week, um, I'll be like, oh, that's what it meant. But I was thinking, um, Paul wrote letters to the churches, right? And from what I remember in the Bible, I could be wrong. He's the only other person that's written letters to the churches. And now Jesus is writing letters to the churches. So I just found that very cool. I don't know what it means. I don't know where it's going, but I just thought that was a very cool thought to have that Paul was that big that he wrote letters to the churches. And now Jesus comes as the final letters to the churches. Now what Paul did was he was helping them while, um, they were here. They're still here. But Jesus is completing the work. I will conclude this thought in a few weeks' time. Don't worry about that. But we're getting into the church in Laodicea and Jesus speaking. You know when Jesus speaks in the Bible, it's in red. Not in your physical Bible, but on your online Bible. And it says, verse 14, to the angel in of the church in Laodicea, right? These are the words of the Amen. 
That's literally what it says. These are the words of the amen. We're going to go into that. The faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds. And this is the same thing we saw in last week's show where he said, I know your deeds, meaning I watch you. I see you. I know your deeds. And then it goes on to say that you are neither hot nor cold. Isn't that crazy? He literally is saying you are someone who's not here nor there. You're neither hot nor cold. And it says, I wish you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so that you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and solve to put over your eyes so you can see to those who i love i rebuke and discipline so be earnest and repent and here goes that theme again of repentance we are seeing it again um and jesus speaks so clearly about the repentance and then he says, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on the throne just as I was victorious and sat down with my father at his throne. Whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And he says, this, these are the words of the Amen. And if we look at amen, the word amen, we say it at the end of a prayer. And this word means certainly, or it is so, or so it be, or so shall it be. But it's also a word for belief or trust. And he's saying, it is, I am. These are the words of the amen. So it is so, this is, it is him in his fullness and it says the faithful and true witness the ruler of god's creation and what strikes me about the fact that he says they're neither hot nor cold is the fact that many times in our walk we can be neither hot nor cold we can be warm and i know when i shower I literally burn my skin with the water. That's how hot the water is. I saw a meme that said girls bath in extremely hot water. And I was like, that is definitely me. If I ever am washing dishes, it's hot water. Um, if I'm drinking tea, it's hot water. I don't like anything warm. It's disgusting. It's like, oh, if I get into the shower and it's warm, I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to get out. It's so cold. Because um, for me, I prefer showering in very hot water. Don't ask me why. But when we look at this, he says you're neither hot nor cold. So you're not turned off, God, but you're not on fire for God. You are somewhere in the middle. And because of the society we live in, we live in a, a world where it's okay to be just there in the middle, mediocre. When it comes to work, people start late, they leave early, or they just do the bare minimum. So we have transferred that into our faith and we do just all we need to do in order to say, I'm a Christian, but we're not hot and we're not cold. So he's not talking to a church that is 
non-believing. He's not talking to a church that has funny beliefs or that does not even know who Jesus is. He's not talking to a church that's passionate and on fire. He's talking to the middle church. And speaking of a cold church, yesterday I was at Vitz and a lady stopped me and she's like, hi, do you have two minutes to speak? And I had just come out of cell and because my phone was about to die, I grabbed my Bible, which is always with me in the car because I was going to do cell from my physical Bible. And I was holding my Bible in my hand and she's like, hey, do you have two minutes to speak? So I was like to her, um, uh, I don't know. And she's like, I just want to tell you quickly about God the mother. And... I looked at her and I turned my Bible and I was like, I'm sorry, I believe in God the Father. And the look of shock on her face, she was like, (gasps) and I walked away from her. But there was a whole squad of them, a lot of them preaching to the students that were passing by God the Mother. And uh, one of the verses I heard is, and then you'll see the bride coming out of the new Jerusalem. And I was like, what does that have to do with, you know what, let me just walk away from these people. And that's cold. That's you don't even believe. That's atheism. Sorry, God is not a mother. The Bible clearly says God our father. Um, And then we've got people who are passionate and on fire. But then we've got the lukewarm church. And Jesus says, I hate this. It's like if someone has ever disgusted you to a point where you just feel like throwing up. Or if you've ever eaten something that has been so disgusting that you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't. That's what he says. He's like, you like vomit in my mouth. You are so, I'm going to spit you out if you don't choose which side. I don't want people who are not for me. And they're not against me. They're just somewhere in the middle. You you freak Jesus out. That's the best way I can say it. He is freaked out in heaven. He's like, I cannot stand you. Even when you pray, I'm like, oh, I, like, I'm about to spit you. You better stop it. You better choose a side. And this is the warning to the church in Laodicea. He says, you're like vomit in your mouth. And because you're neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. And um, he speaks about that the fact that they say they're rich, they've acquired wealth, they don't need anything. And that's the society we live in today. Make sure you're successful. Make sure you become rich. I want to be an influencer. I want to be rich and famous. Um, We've got shows like Young, African and Famous and Young, African and Rich or whatever the show is called, whatever. But everybody is striving towards being rich on this earth. And he says... Buy from me gold that is refined in fire, meaning that this is of value even in your eternal life. Store up your treasures in heaven. We've got so many verses like this that say, don't build up earthly riches. And it doesn't mean that you cannot have money when you're on the earth. Because there's also a verse that says that... um, Even though you use the things of this world, you shouldn't be attached to them. So even though you have them, don't grow attached to them. You need to store up your treasures in heaven. And that's what we we need to be focusing on, storing up our treasures in heaven. Instead of trying to build up our wealth here on earth, we work 8-hour days, 10-hour days, 12-hour days, trying to build up our wealth here on earth. And Jesus says... I would rather you spend that time building up your eternal treasures, building up um, gold, having gold that's stored, covering your shamefulness with white clothes, being holy, being like me, being in relationship with me, being close to me, then spending it trying to 
build yourself up on this earth because everything in this world is passing away. It is. There is nothing in this world that will not perish and die. It will all die, but we've got a hope for eternity. Are you living for that eternity or are you living for here? Because that's what determines the difference between a lukewarm person and someone that's on fire. Someone that's on fire is building up um, heavenly treasures and someone that is lukewarm is so focused and so running after the earthly treasures that they cannot, they in between money and God and possessions and God and this and God that it, they lukewarm. And Jesus says, I don't like it. In other words, I really don't like it. I would rather you choose and stick with whatever you choose. So we have come to the end of our show. I am going to be going a little bit more on the Church of Laodicea, and then we're going to transition into Revelation 3 next week. So make sure that you come back for that. Make sure that you are not lukewarm. And if you are, there's no pity party here. You just repent and ask God for forgiveness, and he will forgive you because he's loving and kind and merciful and lovely and everything nice <laughs> and then you you literally start walking in what jesus wants us to do and start building for eternity instead of building for this earth and when you do that you'll start seeing how rich your life becomes in every single area um because you are rich in heaven and the life you live here will literally doesn't mean you'll have money and all of that stuff. Cause I know that's what we want to hear. Oh yeah. Let me stop my chosen heaven. Then here I'm going to be no, but literally you're going to be so filled with God. And that for me is so rich. I'm like, wow, you're going to be so filled with God. You're going to be so filled with the fruit of the spirit and so filled with all of his blessings and his love and his mercy and everything to such a point where you're going to live so much better on this earth but then you need to focus on eternity so make sure for another week that you're sharing this out with your uncle sisters brothers cousins friends best friends acquaintances <laughs> and i cannot think of anyone else but whoever you can think of make sure you're sharing this show out with them and make sure that you are getting deeper and deeper into the word make sure you're reading the book of revelation make sure you get to our socials tell us whether you're reading the book yet hopefully yes or if you're still terrified and still trying to see where i'm going next on the series but make sure that you're reading the book make sure you're reading the bible and spending time with god building up Heavenly treasures and not earthly treasures. But for another week, this is your girl, Nazi Lee, signing out. I absolutely love you. Peace out and God bless. Bye. Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like, post, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better. Sitting in this war zone, taking in this pain, my whole belly holds on. I can't really stand. I can hear you walk past now. My heart starts to jump, my fears begin to fade, my faith explodes right now. I can't keep it in, there's a joy inside of me. You are holy, you are holy, you are holy, Jesus. The 
chocolate.